yeah. Ooh, it's backdoor cover. We did that backwards. We hit the hype horn before I said hello. How are you, fam? It's What's Micah. Up? It's Brad. Happy Monday. What's up, Brad? What's happening, brother? I I just push uh, it whenever the beat drops. I don't know about you, but I I know what my I job is. I love that. We're here. Yeah, you're going a little in and out, so I just sort of I sat through it, and then I I felt the high point, so I knew you were in charge. Felt good. Good. I'm glad that's the uh, the indicator on this podcast that I'm I'm gonna make it. Well, it is tremendous. I hope everybody's doing okay. Hope you had a nice weekend. We had uh, there, there was a lot of good golf. Golf There's a lot great, of other man. stuff. I think we'll start with the golf, but before we do, just a, co- a couple programming notes. I don't know if you heard, Brad, but last week was podcast week. I didn't. Tell me more. Uh, I did like about a thousand podcasts last week. Oh, we did it, it was six Mind, Mind of Micah's podcast week. We did six Mind of Micah's. We did Backdoor Cover. I did uh, Too Much Dip. I mm-hmm. also did Circling Back and The Mail-In with Dylan Shivery. Wow. Wow. How's your voice feeling? And you know what? That's a lot of talking. What's that? That's a lot of uh, talking. My throat hurts. Yeah. It could be the COVID. It could be the talking. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not the COVID with your with your with things happening this weekend. But oh, big week! Uh, I will ahead. also say, uh, big week ahead. I'll also say, uh, in all of those podcasts, I did one thing other than talk, mm-hmm. and that was promote my new newsletter, Micah's Read of the Week. How much? How many subscribers are you up to, big guy? Like a bazillion? Uh, there's several. There's several hundred now, and then. Uh, last night, I went through my entire address book in my phone and added everyone who oh, had an email address. That's cold as ice. You you added people who did not um, request to be added. Yes, I'm gonna get some unsubscribes and some blocks today. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Actually. I love that shamelessness, buddy. That's good like shit. I'm just pulling out like if I'm just pulling out every random email address in there. So. Um, you know, if, if we worked together nine years ago, you might catch an email from me today. It's too bad Grandex isn't still active. You could have really got a database of, uh, of I know I could have blasted off those, those Grandex emails. Um, but I did not. So check it out though. The best way to subscribe is to find me on Instagram at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Hit the link in bio, subscribe to the newsletter. It'll also be in the description of this podcast. So, uh, that's probably the easiest way. Check it out. It, It drops on Mondays. Uh, coming out about noon today. So if you hurry up and get in, you can still get today's episode too. When you said hit the subscribe button, I, I almost scrambled for the uh, high porn button. I thought I was behind for a second, and then I realized you were talking about something that wasn't hit the high porn. Lots of lots of high porns. Oh, there goes my... Uh, I'm blowing up right now. Uh-oh. No, it's all good. Um, all right, so that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, I didn't see. Did we have any calls in the hotline, Brad? That I have not checked. You want me to take a quick look? I'm yeah, sure there's take a plenty. Look. Let's I'll tell you back about to that, that hotline. Yeah. Yeah, the, that hotline number, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Uh, check it out. You'll like it. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. All right, so um, let's talk golf. Let's get into it. What I a mean, weekend a lot for of golf, man. What what a weekend. Um. Take the lead here, Brad. You you're, to, you're the butter. You want me to guy. run for you here? Let me let me help yeah, you out a little run bit. Run point here. Okay, so the uh, PGA Championship yesterday concluded at Harding Park. We had Colin Marikawa uh, emerge from a extremely stacked leaderboard. I think there was maybe eight to to nine guys that were either tied for the lead or within one shot of the lead at some point throughout one, the day. At one point, there were seven seven guys tied for the lead. 
tied, straight up tied. And like within yeah. one shot or more, or within one shot, I think it was even like eight or nine guys, something like that. So like there was a lot of guys within striking distance. And, and the really interesting part about it is the 16th hole is a drivable par four. And so there's, if you hit the perfect shot, that's really kind of going to be the differentiator when you're at that stacked of a leaderboard. And it just so happened, Colin Marikawa, he was the one. Uh, he hit his drive, traveled 292 yards, stopped within eight feet of the cup, and he holed the eagle putt. Uh, he ended up winning by two shots over Dustin Johnson and Paul Casey. Paul Casey, uh, if anybody was watching the broadcast, they mentioned this multiple times. I think he's played in 50 or 60 major men's championships and has never won one. It's the longest drought or the longest uh, amount of, of whatever competition to not have won one. Uh, Paul Casey in the modern era. So he was right there. He had a shot at it, was super consistent all week. I think he shot like 67, 68, 67, 66 for his week, and he he ended up just falling short two strokes. Dustin Johnson, on the other hand, uh, has well-documented woes at uh, major championships. He's got one to his name, uh, and this was probably one of his better finishes that wasn't ended up in his his one victory uh still came up short you know it it looked like that it was it was a struggle to put all day it seemed like for all of these guys uh it was cold it was foggy kind of strange weather but the course itself was in terms of a major championship course i felt like it was the most similar to what your kind of standard pga tour uh event type of course would be like uh they had long rough that kind of stuff was definitely uh, lengthened compared to normal courses, but in terms of the greens and you know, kind of the setup, I thought it was it was pretty uh, similar to what your your standard PGA Tour uh, tournament course would be like, uh, and I think that boded well for some of these young guns. So Marikawa ends up coming away with the win, but we also had uh, Matthew Wolf ended at ten under, uh, I believe, three shots back from the lead. Uh, he's another you know. He's been playing on the tour for, like, what, 18 months? Same age as Marikawa. Uh, we had uh, super long-hitting Cameron Champ was in the mix there for a while, although he f- ended up fading out towards the end. Uh, tons and tons of young talent on the leaderboard, and it just so happened Colin Marikawa comes up with the win. Did you see any of the pictures after his win uh, from yesterday on social media when he was hoisting the jug? Oh yeah, I watched the the jug ceremony. You that watched was the whole thing. Yeah, that was yeah. embarrassing. What? How did it fall off? Was it just not capped on there well? Like, did he shake it? Like, how did that? Pers- Apparently, this has happened before. It's a it's a two piece. Yeah. Uh, trophy. It looks sneaky heavy because he like grabbed it. I think he <laughs> he was gonna like grab it with one hand, and he had to like reach down and grab it with two, and he sort of just lifted. He went to lift it above his head, and yeah. the the top fall, fell off. Yeah. Came toppling off, and his eyes the, like, the just about bugged here. out of his head. I know we talked about uh, DJ not performing and all the young guns stepping up. Marikawa is uh, this Huge is a big nuts. moment. This this dude, a lot. I feel like of a, a lot of the major championships recently. Uh, yeah, Tiger excluded last year in the in the Masters, but somebody ends up winning these things, and it's because other people fall apart, right? Or like, there's not these huge nut moments. And Marikawa just stepped up, 23-year-old in his second major, pulled out his stones, and just, like, he won it. Yes. And for, I feel like most of these majors, dudes aren't winning them. 
He's, I mean, uh, huge, huge, huge nuts. Like, just not at all shook. There's dudes that that don't, that lose, and there's guys that don't choke. He just, he pulled up and just pulled his junk out and said, here I am. I'm I'm the man to beat. He almost made birdie on on 18, too. Could have won the thing by three strokes. To to go from being in a seven-way tie uh, on the back nine to pulling away on 16, 17, 18. Here's a list uh, of the guys here. Really impressive. Dustin Johnson, Paul Casey, Matthew Wolf, Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler, another super young, very good player, Cameron Champ, Bryson DeChambeau, Jason Day, Justin Rose, and Xander Shoffley were all either tied or for the lead or got within one shot at some point during the Sunday. So that's a fucking huge stacked, stacked group of people of big, 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 big names. And for essentially a rookie, I mean, he's not in his first year, but pretty close, just came up and... Yeah, like you said, just put his stones out there. He that that guy has ice blo- ice water in his veins. Wolf played crazy good too. He shot a sixty five. I think Mari Kawa shot sixty four, something like that. But lifetime exemption in the PGA Championship, which I didn't realize. Yeah, that'll do. So uh, what was his line? Did he go sixty four, sixty six, sixty six, sixty four? No, he wasn't. He didn't have that good of a first day. Uh, let's see. I know that he finished the 65-64, which is the best uh, weekend round in uh, major tournament history. Lowest score or whatever. Um, Crazy. But I don't see his... I can figure this out. I guess I could just pull up the scores, but... That's what um, I'm trying to do here. Very impressive. And just the stones. That that drive on 16 is legendary now. God, it's I incredible. Mean, he and went 69, 69, 69, 69, 65, 64. That's right. Yeah. So his pretty I mean, damn good. His first two rounds weren't like, you know, any they were good. Whatever. Uh, what is that? One under par. But yeah, his sixty five, sixty four is just outrageously good considering the yeah, conditions and everything else. Yeah. Impressive. So he's Impressive. doing good. And then I saw um, a, a post today that said Colin Marikawa while he was uh, off on the whatever pandemic break was uh he was playing host to rescue dogs so he had like a whole house full of little dogs that he was caring mm-hmm. for this guy heart of gold and huge nuts yeah uh my pick to win john rom finished tied 13th who'd you pick on the buttercut uh i had rom too actually i liked rom oh you did yeah and then i had rom a went of the guys i like 70 69 68 66 mm. and still finished Six strokes off Morikawa. He essentially did not get one second of airtime after like the first day. Like I never even saw. Yeah, him. there was not much coverage of him. Uh, it on was Sunday crazy. Especially. If you weren't I, within I kept watching. like any, if you weren't within striking distance, like literally, even if you were in a group that had somebody in striking distance, you didn't even get on TV. Like there's times they were like walking, and Fleetwood was in the same group as whatever guy he's playing with that was in contention. They never showed one of his swings like the whole time. It's like, damn. Okay. Only if you're really, uh, really, really, really in the mix are you going to get any airtime. Kind of interesting. What did you think about the broadcast? Do you think they did a good job? Uh, it was fine. I think I like the ESPN broadcast a little bit better than the you CBS. Did. Just because huh. I prefer uh, Van Pelt over Nance. Nance is just... Van Pelt's pretty puts good. Puts me to sleep. Van Pelt's good. He keeps things interesting. Um but yeah, it was fine. I mean, it, it's weird. It seemed like on the back nine there were some drunk guys out there that were like really cheering, <laughs> um, which you hadn't seen the rest of the the you know the rest of the time. So that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's golf. It's major championship golf. The guys sh- stood up, 
big time players make big time plays in big time games. All that stuff. Morikawa is, Morikawa is a player. Mm. This dude is a stud. He's got stones. Shouts to him. I resented that they tried to make me buy a Disney Plus or ESPN Plus membership to be able to stream the early coverage before it went on television. That was not very cool. Oh man, as a UFC fan, I ESPN Plus is the Oh yeah, like basically every fight now is on ESPN Plus. But you have to and first like, subscribe I, just to be able to pay for it. That's bullshit. Yeah. No, I mean even even the ones that are free on ESPN Plus, you have to subscribe to that. Well, obviously that's what the plus is for, but it's just it's too bullshit much. that if you have to subscribe, then you have to pay for it. That's not how this should work. Well, those are the pay-per-views. But even like the fight nights, uh, the UFC fight that was on Saturday, you've got to mm-hmm. have an ESPN Plus membership, which yeah. is okay, I guess. But I don't like, why can't I just watch it on ESPN? Sorry. I don't want to have to change my TV to the different input. I, I sound like a 95-year-old man. A I'm with you, though. But. No, I'm with you. Get off my fucking lawn, ESPN Plus. I mean, I think Disney and ESPN make enough money. For real. Um, well, let's see. You want to talk college football uh, unraveling? Not or you want to go to the bubble? Let's let's do let's do both and get out of here. Cool. Uh, make this another a quickie Monday uh, pod here as things are really heating up. Uh, we'll talk very quickly about college football because all of this seems to be very subject to change right now. The headline this morning is commissioners of the five Power Five conferences held an emergency meeting on Sunday as there's growing concern among college athletic officials that the upcoming football season and other fall sports can't be played because of the coronavirus. Um, Major decisions, no major decisions were made Sunday, according to ESPN, but multiple sources uh, say that commissioners talked about trying to collaborate if their respective presidents do decide to cancel or postpone fall sports. Several sources have indicated to ESPN that Big Ten presidents following a meeting on Saturday are ready to pull the plug on fall sports. Uh, and it seems like Pac-12 will do that too. There's some school of thought that the SEC and Big 12 may try and push forward, at least for a minute. Uh, the ACC seems to be un- unknown. Uh, I think the next 48 hours we're going to know a lot. I-, I really don't see any way the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 can push forward. If, if You can't the, uh, do if it the if there's of, just like 12 or 15 schools, whatever, Let's say it's twenty-five schools out of two conferences, three conferences. It's just not even a football season. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a, it, it's even worth doing that, right? I just don't see how how that happens. Um, and I don't, I don't know if they push to the spring. You know, now people are saying there's no way they're going to play two football seasons within one calendar year. But I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I yeah. think you just kick the thing to the spring. Uh, and let the NFL, a multi-billion-dollar industry, just run in the fall. We'll have football on Saturdays and Sundays, and uh, we just have college football in the spring. Mm. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. There was also a, a college football stars players held a video call to further unite and issue a statement last night. Uh, Trevor Lawrence tweeted something out uh, about hashtag We want to play. This is in addition to wanting to play football this season. They want to establish uh, a union of sorts. To get um, paid? They Well, the union would allow them to uh, establish universally mandated health and safety procedures and protocols against COVID. It would give players the opportunity to opt out. Uh, it would guarantee eligibility, whether a player chooses to, to play this season or not. 
and uh, a couple other things. Huh. Um, That's I, smart. It's okay. I I'm I, I'm very dubious of this really working, and uh, you know, five or six star players gain on a Zoom call is not going to change everything. It looks Damn. like there's ten actually, um, but we'll see if there are lawyers involved. I just college football such a mess, and this continues to show it. I, mm. I'm not really mm. sure what mm. else to say. We'll let somebody else go a little deeper into that. Is that fair? That seems pretty fair. The in- it, we'll right, let them do the investigative the journalism, and, and we'll just talk about it later. Yeah, by the time we next record, I think some more we'll have a better idea of what's going on. Um, yeah. Or maybe we won't. It could just be more confusing. You want you want to close right. it out with the bubble? Let's go to the bubble. The bubble. You want to talk about the bubble or the wubble? <laughs> Please explain. Oh, the wubble is the the WNBA's bubble. They call oh, it the wubble. Let's go to the nubble. It's a good name. Okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's go to the bubble. Um, what are, what are you thinking right now? Well, so the the first thing that pops out to me is that the Pelicans are officially eliminated from making it to the playoffs. That shocked me a little bit yesterday. Um, yes, the Pelicans are out. Uh, the Wizards are zero and five or zero and six in the bubble. They've been um, thoroughly they've eliminated. Been eliminated, uh, and the Kings have been eliminated from the mm-hmm. playoffs. Uh, Suns look really good, man. And the Suns have won five in a row. Something uh, crazy. I don't think they played yesterday. Um, they did not. So, yeah, they've won all five games contention. inside the bubble. This, this play-in tournament thing could be pretty fucking serious if they got four really good squads playing in it. Uh, out of the yeah, West. The got, East is, is sealed up, but the West still has plenty of parity and a possibility of, I think there's four teams still within uh, range. The regular season ends this Friday, so I mean... Yes, Spurs are four and two in the quick. bubble. Suns are five and zero oh in the bubble. Uh, Portland looks like the best team. Uh, Memphis is still there as well, uh, seen in the eight seed spot. Yeah, and they've struggled mightily. since they lost. We are now guaranteed an eight nine play in game. Yeah, at, at minimum. So uh, that's I think the Grizzlies only won so, one game since they entered the bubble. They've lost quite a few. So uh, quite a few heartbreakers too. So, Tough schedules. I mean, you know, yeah. you're playing nothing but playoff teams. Let's be real. Uh, I'm pumped for it, man. As this to kind of as we as the playoff picture starts to become more and more defined, and we know what this play in tournament is going to be, it's going to be some good stuff here, man. There's going to well, be these a really last good two games. The, I mean, each of these teams has two or three games left, and like yeah. these these start to get pretty interesting. Um, just to go to the playoffs right now, the Mavericks have clinched the seventh seed, so. The competition is for the eighth and ninth spots. Memphis uh, sits uh, a half game ahead of Portland. Memphis is eight. Portland is nine. Spurs, Spurs are still are, are a, a full game behind Memphis, only a half game behind Portland. And then the Suns uh, and are Phoenix and is a half game behind the Spurs. Yeah, it's weird because these teams have played different number of games. So the Spurs have played one less game than Phoenix and lost one less. So their their winning percentage is a little bit higher. Yeah, uh, I don't know exactly how that's going to shake out. I'm looking at some some uh, corrections. The Spurs need to win their last two games and need a loss from Memphis and Portland. I think okay um, to get there. But I mean, you know, two two or three games left for these teams. I also saw that uh, teams that are eliminated from the bubble. This from Chris Haynes via Yahoo. NBA teams have been mathematically eliminated. Will depart the campus immediately following their final game. 
Uh, following the game, teams will shower in rooms in the resort, receive a meal, and take a bus straight to the airport. It's like Survivor. Yeah. You're off the island. Yeah, You're it's off pretty the funny. Uh, so that, the, the compelling thing right now is the bottom of the West, I, I think. Um, the other compelling thing, Luca looks unbelievable. Oh, God. And Dame Lillard looks unbelievable. Lillard is just shooting Flame Portland throwing. wins. I mean, he... And there's there's huge beef between him and uh, and Patrick Beverly. It's fantastic. The uh, Dame's sister is involved. He called Paul George's uh, girlfriend girlfriend a stripper. Who I guess she Ooh. was a stripper. And they talked about how he wiped up the bitch. And it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't even uh, know what that she, means, but that's cool. Uh, I mean, I yeah, we don't even have to get into it here. We'll talk. You know, I will say uh, this is something we're planning to talk about on my other sports podcast. Oh yeah, too much dip. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which too much dip. Dave was like, this podcast might go three hours long today. So if you need <laughs> a lot more, talk. yeah, if you need a lot more sports content, there's uh this week, go to too much dip. Brad and I will definitely be back later this week at some point, maybe with Titan high, who knows? Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm excited about that. Luca looks ridiculous. Uh, these games are really good. It's now going to be interesting to see with, with each of these teams with two or three games left in the bubble, who shuts it down, who gets ready. Denver has looked good. They've got young stars. Michael Porter Jr. looks like a Ooh. baller. He's he's scored thirty points twice now, even though he's a you know a vaccine denier. Uh, and he doesn't play list. defense, but yeah, he doesn't play any defense. But dude can <laughs> fill it up. He and, can score, uh, but that's about it. Yeah, he's an anti-vaxer too. That's not great. Yeah, it's not great. But we'll see how that works. And. Uh, you know, college football could be done by the time we get back to you. Anything else, Brad? I think that's it, and that's all, man. You want me to play you out? Yeah, 20, 22 minutes. This is a nice length of a pod here on a Monday morning. Hi, right. little check-in. This thing will be up soon. Subscribe to the newsletter. The link is in the uh, description of this pod. Brad, you got anything you want to promo? No, that's it, and that's all. All right. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.